This is Greg Olson, and I'm thrilled to introduce my new podcast, TE1. TE1 will chronicle a 60-year evolution of the tight end position, from its origins as an obscure, overlooked blocking role to the versatile superstar position that it is today. I'll explore the evolution of the position through conversations with some of the all-time game-changing tight ends. And just like the incredible tight ends we sit down with on my new show, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. This truck is all about grit, strength, and dependability. The same attributes it takes to be a tight end. Hello, and welcome to The Rebuild. I am definitely not Jordan Zerm. Uh, My name is Peter Moses. Welcome to one half of your Rebuild feed for the 2020 season. Joining me, as always, on the other line from Chicago, Illinois, Dr. Gates Merriman. Hello, Gates. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this, whatever this is. Welcome back to whatever the hell this is is right. So if you are listening to this, Jordan Zerm back on the feed, taking the reins. We are really happy to just have kept this thing barely alive. I don't know. I feels like there's like an anesthesia metaphor for you here to fill in about um, how we've just yeah, like like barely the, kept this thing on life support. It's like how I barely keep most of my patients alive, but they're <laughs> they're all alive. That's the metaphor. Just like Gates no, they're good. Patients, Everyone's doing well. We've kept it We're just just. Uh, just uh, the holding on by our fingernails. Yep. Yep. Uh, but Zerm is but back. You can't he'll quite be, kill us. Yeah, can't cu- quite kill us. Uh, he'll be giving you real football analysis with real guests and real people, and we'll just be doing the same uh, tomfoolery uh, whenever we goddamn feel like it. We're like the uh, like the pee wee hockey team playing at intermission, um, and like you don't need to pay that much attention, but we're going to be there whether you like it or not, and. Uh, if you want to get back to the thing that you actually wanted to pay attention to, this is what you're going to have to get through. Yeah, so. suck it up. Uh, but we're happy to have like, you all here. I feel like we're kind of like the drunk uncles who like come into like Thanksgiving or like a Labor Day party with the family and like the kids love them. But like they also just like end up like passed out drunk in like the guest ba- like bathroom somewhere. Yeah, ultimately it's a, it's a net negative, but there's some fun <laughs> had while they're yeah, there. That's exactly right. Um, we're like we're like a like a symphony orchestra of people who played their instruments through seventh grade and then quit and are just trying to <laughs> and then never picked it up how again to do until it. they were in yeah thirties exactly exactly <laughs> I I played saxophone and I I like maybe four or five years ago for some reason had the opportunity to try to like blow into a saxophone and I couldn't even make a the sound yeah like, oh. no it it's uh it. It leaves you after some time. I also played saxophone. So two yep. elite saxophonists and sports <laughs> commentarians are coming to you now. Um, um, speaking of net negative, uh, the Cleveland Browns are about to start playing football again, baby. <laughs> That's and right. We always said this is a, a race between the end of the world and the Browns getting good. And it feels like we are in the home stretch of both. It's neck and neck, baby. And, and, I don't know who's going to win at this point, quite frankly. And what is winning? I guess. Uh, well, coming to you from the uh, west of the Mississippi, where literally everything is on fire right now. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> feels like a pretty good, uh, feels like we're, we're taking the lead there. It was 111 degrees 
at my Jesus. outside my apartment we, this weekend. So what is it? Because I I would assume our uh, our audience is um, you know our dads and then uh, just a few strays in the Midwest area. So what what does 111 feel like? You mean like straight dogs one, too? Yeah, yeah, straight <laughs> straight dogs. <laughs> um, what is what does it feel like? And what do you do in a day where it's uh, I'll tell you what I did. I, I well, uh, my wife actually went up to go visit our niece up in San Francisco. So I had my, uh, I was alone on the Labor Day weekend, and I, pl- I had played some golf at six in the morning. Um, so mm. I got out, got out there early. By the time I got off the golf course at nine forty-five, it was a hundred degrees. Um, Jesus. so it was just, it's just like, kind of once you hit like ninety-five, you're just like, well, it is what it is. Like I like, there's no like you're gonna be dehydrated the whole day no matter what you do, like you can just like be like mainlining water and it just like would not make a difference. But the like sure. the worst part of it is like, first of all, the 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 people experiencing homelessness in the neighborhood, it's just like a total clusterfuck because you're like they don't have yeah. water, they don't have access. It's literally like deadly to be outside. Um, so yeah, that's, right. That's fucking terrible. But when you go outside, it's like it's like you're sunburnt from the moment you step outside. But like you know, even even if you're not in the sun, it's like you feel your skin like singeing, like the hair is like burning off of you. I'm not picking up a lot of positives here. Seems uh, like uh, no, not too many. Overall, not that fun of an experience. I mean, I will say was, it was it was 120 in in the valley, so I wasn't there. So that was that was good. Okay, good. You got to stay out of the valley. If I've learned one thing from Million Dollar Listing, it's there's nothing worth going to in the valley. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> um, so we're here to talk about football. Before we would do that, I want to uh, I want to read one of our more recent um, reviews because you know that we always ask for reviews and five stars. Oh, this person yeah. listened to half of that. They gave us a, a review, but they skipped the five star and went went with the one. And uh, hell yeah. And this is from Rochick212 from May, which is, I think, the last time we recorded. Um, And I quote, this used to be a go-to podcast with Zern. And this is me speaking now. He spelled Zern, Z-I-R-N. So that's wrong. But Yeah, uh, put some respect on our coworker's name. Yeah, it's Zern, but... I guess he's a big fan. (laughs) Okay. Used to be a go-to podcast with Zern, but now it's just absolutely terrible. I've tried to hang in there and was hopeful it would get better, but nope. (laughs) They talk about a bunch of nothing. Don't waste your time. And now we have, uh, and and he goes to both quotes and caps here. And now we have a doctor from Chicago, which has a stay-at-home order, flying to Cleveland for Mother's Day during this crisis. And again, that's Rochick212, a person that you probably wouldn't want to run into at a party ever. Um, <laughs> so if you're wondering why we haven't been on the feed for a while, that was why. The, the just absolute devastation from Rochick here. Uh, it got me, especially really, the, the, quote, the quotes around Doctor. They, they stung more than they should have, quite frankly. <laughs> I feel like it's hard to really kind of pass judgment on anyone's general like movements now because we've been doing this for not, six not for months. this guy well, I, yep. I mean i I bet you if you checked in with this guy now three or four months later they they have for sure gone to a bar because it is 
I mean, I, I haven't gone out to eat or drink or anything. I have done a couple Airbnb situations, but six months of this is fucking nuts. This is fucking yeah, it's insane. It's a long goddamn time. So just lay off. And I, I do have my medical license. So I also, also say everything he said about the podcast, though, is pretty accurate. Well, we're like six minutes in. We've barely mentioned the football team that we're here to talk about. So I guess I guess he's got a point um, and maybe some things to work on. But all the same, I mean, just 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 relax a little bit, buddy. The, the world's complicated enough without you just being a, a bit of a jerk. OK, well, we and if you're going to do a, this a five star review, too, that we have to read. Also, we should keep reviewing re- re- like reading all the reviews that Zerm gets, I feel like. <laughs> Just recycling those and pretending. Yeah, just like whenever he gets a good review, just to know, like you know, that he's encouraged by it. I think we should we should stick to reading those. Um, Okay. Yeah, breath of fresh air, five stars. This show is very of the people, with no promises to deliver on the X's and O's. Rather, they bring a fan's perspective with humor and self awareness that is sorely missed on other shows. Funny thing about that. That's right. I mean, I I wrote that for you. (laughs) <laughs> did you i did yeah because <laughs> when we stopped doing wow. the show you were so butthurt by that other fucking review i was like oh well, God, i gotta share <laughs> i mean they got me the username you chose was hey now hey now 99 so it's pretty good i don't know well, man. what do you want i mean good me? thanks for the review pete and everyone hey, else listen. Uh, please leave a review at some point Leave a review. It can and be a. It can be terrible. Just make it five stars, and I'll say whatever. We'll say whatever you want. We say whatever you want. So yeah, actually, we're not be- reading one star reviews anymore. So if you have horrible things to say about us, you have to tack them onto five stars, which is a totally right, fair. Pete. Say whatever you want in a five star review. Who gives a shit? What is there to say about this uh, football team of ours? Um. I mean, I feel like our football team is not undefeated, but our optimism is totally undefeated. Can't like, keep it down. That's that's for sure. Don't think we're going to win this week. Let's just be honest. Let's start there. So, yeah, what are your what are your expectations and why going into week one against the Ravens? Um, I am. I don't know. There's so many unknowns. It's like I, I don't you don't know what Baker's going to look like. Are our receivers healthy? Are we even going to play receivers? We have 17 tight ends on this roster. Like, I, who knows? Maybe we just run out like a a triple set of Injoku, uh, Harrison Bryant, and uh, Mr. Carlson, who made the team. Apparently, Mr. Carlson's, uh, they're high on Mr. Carlson. Seriously? And I'm high on Harrison Bryant, by the way. Have been since the beginning. I've actually league. drafted him in both of my fantasy leagues, which was... Both Yahoo and ESPN were like, this was a dumb move. And I was like, sure, but like, I don't care. Right. Which is the right way to approach uh, a fantasy league, I think. I haven't done one in years because I lost horribly for several years in a row. This is um, my first fantasy league in four years. And boy, am I out of shape. <laughs> Here's my concern going into the Ravens. I just, I think, I think we can go toe to toe with them, but I just don't think at this point in the season because of all the things that we didn't get that they have. So they have like the, the continuity from last year and just the same coaching staff, the same they have a continuity for the last 25 on. years, actually. <laughs> yeah, right, right. They're not on their like 23rd head coach in, in 19 years. So um, they, they have some positives on us. I don't know when we play them again later in the season, but that will be a lot more 
interesting to me. This, I just feel like there's kind of no way we don't get kind of bowled over and we're, we're a little thin on the defensive side of things. So I think what I want to see here that we never saw from Freddie is just like a game, just plan. an identity. Yeah. Like, like, okay, here's clearly what we're trying to do. Cause that was, it was mind boggling the extent to which last year we just, we never knew it was like, what, what, what is this supposed to look like? And I don't think anyone on the team knew. And that kind of came through afterwards. So if we can just be like, okay, we're going to be run heavy, but obviously our line needs a little more time to gel. They barely practice together. Um, that's fine. I just, and, and hopefully not like 17 penalties like we had in week one of last year. That would be nice. So little discipline, some form of identity, and probably a loss is my, my prediction for this week. All right, buds, we're going to take a second to talk to you about DoorDash. You've counted on restaurants, and now they are counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory, and many of your favorite restaurants are still open for delivery too. For example, um, I have been eating tacos every single day. Um, Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and food is on your way. Right now, listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE, all one word. That's $5 off, zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE. Also, buds, I got big news. Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL. And with NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams and favorite plays. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. Back to the show. It's, I feel like this actually, this game is a bit of a microcosm for the whole season because our coaching staff is better. Like Bill yes. Callahan, best offensive line coach in the league for the last 30 years. Right. Uh, Stefanski, you know, real human being coach who knows how to do the coaching. GM yes. and coach who like each other, something that's very r- rare for us. Um, which literally and- never occurred to the organization until this <laughs> and honestly never occurred to me, uh, which, which like tells you what you need to know about Browns fans and just how that's how, you know, they've been are. gaslighting us for 20 years. We're like, wait a minute, <laughs> these guys should be on the same team. <laughs> Who knew? Who fucking knew? I know it, it never, never, uh, really realized that would be a pretty good thing to have in place. But now it seems like we've got it unless they're just fantastic actors, unless they went to the Carnegie Mellon school of drama. And let me tell you, that is uh, that is no guarantee for any success. If I am, uh, if I am, <laughs> uh, no, you're a podcast uh, maven now. 
that's it. That's it. I did uh did all that all those those years of ballet and dance and movement for to become a, a podcast executive. What a life. What a life we lead. Yep. I you know, okay, yeah, other major than back... slam poetry. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and microphone placement. Um <laughs> I think other than linebacker, I feel like you can make an argument that this team is uh, our front seven is probably the same and linebacker a little bit less, but I feel like other than that, even with losing Delpit and the Jaguars just gifting us a, like, like for a bag of peanuts. Yeah. Nick Saban's favorite safety who like called his defense, who's still on his rookie contract. I feel like that's when the tank goes too far. It's like, it's like if the, it's like if the Cavs like drafted Kyrie and then traded him on his rookie deal still. Like, yeah, it's like you didn't again. you didn't need to get rid of this guy. He wasn't working against the plan yet. Yeah, he is like kind of the whole reason why you tank is for people like that on your rookie contract. who You can build with and then resign your own talent. Uh, right. But I, I feel like our, our, our talent is a little bit better overall on our 22 um, or a little bit deeper. Uh, our coaching staff is good. Like we it seems like we just signed Kareem Hunt. So we're going to have Hunt and Chubb hopefully for the next two to three years. Yep. I, I, it seems like we're about to have an offense that's going to run the ball 30 to 40 times. Like, even if we lose, it's just, I would, I would love to be boring. I would love to be boring and just see a plan happen. Yeah. That gives us hope of a continued plan. There's no way that I stick to this, but I, I just think like, if you can convince yourself to give patience to this team for the first three games while they're kind of getting their legs under them, getting the system in place, like getting to know each other because they've barely seen each other, seen each other for like two weeks, essentially. Um, I think if you can just get through that period, this season could be pretty rewarding. And I, I'm, I'm tempered way down from last year because that was like such a, traumatic event getting excited for a team for the first time in our lives and it's not like it's not like we were getting greedy we've never done it before legitimately where we've had like where we've had national hype so we we bought into it it backfired extraordinarily like we should have known that it would but uh so i'm i'm more mellow about it this year but i i do just feel like the most of the same stuff is in place and we have coaches that aren't like just legitimate morons so it can't be worse having replacement level everything should should we should be able to beat the Bengals on a short week and the washington football team after 10 days of rest like if we can't oh, is that week three is is washington so yeah we go baltimore sunday quick turnaround thursday night yeah first thursday night of the season other than the you know obviously the kickoff so i guess second thursday night of the season season home with the Bengals. Home with yep. with like with like one person sitting every five seats from each other. Home like with if you're wondering what it's gonna look like, imagine like a December fourteenth game at home in any other season. <laughs> and that's what it'll be, but just minus the opposing fans. Right. So it'll, <laughs> it's like just yeah, take all the Steelers uh, fans away from a game on like December twenty third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. And that'll kind of just be the gist that will have. I, I'm very fascinated to see what that looks like. And um, and in general, just like the NBA has been still weird for me to watch. Like it, 
I, I can ignore it for the most part, but it's just still so strange not having fans. Um, it's going to be strange to see an NFL game where you're supposed to have 80,000 fans. And then even maybe more strange to see one where there's one in every like 13 seats. Like, I, I just don't know what that's going to feel like. Um, but I'm glad it's happening. It seems like they've done a good job. It's so hard to quantify what live energy of the fans means for some people who play sports because yeah, it's it like, even though like that variable is now like here, like we have, like we know, like we can see what it's like without fans. I, I don't miss it as much. I think fans are like, listen, we're all fucking psychopaths who like need to just like get a grip. Like uh, us first in line is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. This, this, podcast is evidence of that and so, anyone listening to it it's even more evidence you have a problem you gotta clearly get help. like seek help immediately uh but i think that it's i mean for me the basketball is like man i don't like i just don't fucking care like i'll like the one thing i know was like we'll all take it however we can get it like you would watch the brown well, that's true with fans or no fans and i mean i feel like you're hot or cold about the nba with fans anyways so that's i don't feel true. like that's like, it's like no fans. You're not like, well, this isn't like, because I mean, frankly, there's been some wildly good basketball, this playoffs that I'm just like, it, it's crazy to see kind of like, you're like, oh, LeBron's still doing exactly what LeBron would do, just no longer at Staples Center. Sure. But I wonder if football too, I wonder what the advantage is going to be like now, though, for the offense, just being able to hear everything. Because even 6,000 fans aren't going to like make that much of a difference. No, no, they're not going to like drown things. 6,000 fans is like extremely few fans it's it's really nothing and also like i i just don't know like are people going to be grouped together they're definitely not going to be serving food there are they i don't i think there's concessions open you have to like there's a mobile app that you order ahead and like you pick up from a selected area um probably expect some good stuff that's going to come out of this like later for normal fan experiences when you don't have to stand in line forever but um but it's like you can sit in a group of up to four it's like okay. two or four and then you're separated from the next and from the people around you and these need to be people that you're like that you see a lot apparently i don't know what the the audit process on that is <laughs> all right this is brett uh we actually haven't seen each other in a couple of weeks do we have to sit now yeah you got to go to the other section okay yeah right, cool. yeah yeah god forbid they overhear you being like oh my god i haven't seen you since <laughs> the, the nagano olympics and you're in big trouble it's a pretty good poll there by you. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I honestly, I, somehow, like, even though the Browns are a total dumpster fire, I always, like, kind of trust the Haslams to, like, not, like, cut any corners for something like this. They do seem to have, like, good, I mean, it's it's weird to compliment them for anything, but maybe they're I mean, As long as they're not asking for a rebate on gas, they really seem to, like... <laughs> as long as we're not asking them to like honor their contractual obligations they're they're pretty stand-up folk um they uh no they they do seem to to put the effort and the money into into things like this like it seems like all the training camp stuff has run really smoothly and is certainly a more robust system than we have at definitely my hospital but at at most hospitals like it's I'll put it this way. I, I trust people working in the NFL um, to put in safe and, and intelligent systems more than I necessarily trust like some entities in the federal government. 
Sure. Well, just the, you know, the, the margin is just higher in sports. So that's the, that's the problem. <laughs> maybe, you know? maybe that's if you, it. <laughs> if you raise the margin lose. on federal, if you, if you, know, if you pull back those, those tax breaks on, on the billionaires and we're kind of getting a higher margin, maybe our tech, maybe we have a national cut like, tracing system, but who's to say that, that might be right. <laughs> who's to say there's no way to know, unfortunately, yeah. but, <laughs> but um, anyway, so I'm, I'm psyched. I'm glad that there are going to be a few fans in Cleveland. Um, It'll be weird to see what it what it feels like, but I don't know. The, the season I feel like is going to just be sort of a, a bit of an odyssey. Like I, I think the the lack of preseason hype has probably appropriately like tempered my expectations for it. So I'm just I, this is probably not true, but my my hallucination in my mind is that I'm going to go into this game on Sunday and just be like, oh, whatever happens, happens, and then I'll surely punch a hole through my tv about midway through the second quarter. oh yeah absolutely gonna be furious when we blow like a four-point lead with like two minutes to go in the fourth quarter yeah. but um i will say so i i work at blue wire um this podcast is a blue wire podcast a lot of cleveland people there a lot of san francisco people there and you would be amazed how many people are dead set convinced that like jimmy garoppolo is a better quarterback than baker mayfield and, and I got to be honest, like, I understand that Baker had a shitty year. And I understand that, like, he was basically like a 14 year old kid who was like, like, you know, his grandma was babysitting him and like the Porsche was out front. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. What do you expect yeah. this dude who's like, what do you expect him to do? You know, uh, and, I, and I think he behaved the- exactly as as he should have under the circumstances, which is that. He wasn't really being coached at all. He was basically being kind of told, like, Baker, you just do your thing out there. You don't need to improve. Like, it's weird that we're talking about Baker getting back to how he was as a rookie. Like, you should want to, it should be, you should get past that. And that didn't seem to be the aim at all last year. So it's it's not an excuse for how we behaved, but there was just no structure there. And we at least have to figure out, now that we have a system and a belief in kind of what kind of quarterback we're going to be, he's still was the best when the plays were scripted at the beginning and is like one of the best QBRs on play action, which is, yeah. you know, a like, scripted play action offense seems yeah. like that would be good. Yep. And that's one, by one of the sexiest men in here. Northeast Ohio <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> would be good. You heard it here first, folks. How, how often is your coach hotter than your quarterback? How many other places Ooh. has that happened? Okay. And GM um, for that matter. Not many, because coaches are are not known for their physique or their or their. Looks I mean, I guess general. it like yeah, depends I mean, on what you're into. If you're just like, listen, I'm into bears, and I like like Andy Reid over Pat Mahomes because you're just looking that's for more on those bones. So like, you know, we don't that want to judge true. anyone. Listen, believe me, with all the the, the headlines with the Browns recently, no kink shaming here. All right. Yeah, you. I mean, whatever makes you happy, as long as you're not hurting anybody. You, you do you, folks. Yeah, just do you, and just make sure that you sterilize everything when you're done. <laughs> the um, it is a fascinating question, though. That the how many organizations have a better looking coach than their quarterback? Okay, how many good looking coaches are there? Um, let's go. Let's go AFC North. Okay. Um. Tomlin Mike is definitely Tomlin. better looking than Roethlisberger. Yeah, a hundred percent. Roethlisberger looks like Roethlisberger looks like fucking Vincent D'Onofrio from Men in Black now. When there's like the alien who's like eating the other dude's skin. <laughs> when it's, it's like coming out of it, yeah. He Vincent D'Onofrio. Wow, that's 
Is that a household name? Should does everyone know what that is now? You know, the guy who's the alien who's dressed up like a human in Men in Black. Okay, who's like constantly Gosh. pulling his skin back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. looks like scary. Um, okay, we don't have to go around the whole league, but your point I mean, is well taken. That actually, frankly, like maybe the only better looking quarterback than coach in the AFC North is is Lamar Jackson. It's true. Is Joe Joe Burrow who's their coach? Zach Taylor. Oh yeah. Hmm. Definitely like Burrow's a little Burrow's like charming and nice guy, but I would I would t- take Zach Taylor over over Burrow. Got some hot coaches okay, in the AFC North. I have to see them side by side and have to have them. Well, you'll have some, the chance uh, on Thursday uh, next Thursday. We sure will. Um, so, so I wouldn't call this a comprehensive season preview or off-season review. It's neither of those things. It's just the ramblings of two uh, <laughs> men unqualified to do the job that they're doing. But I'm not getting paid, so it's not really a job. Um, <laughs> That's the I spirit. Guess, <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, it's not a job if you love what you're doing, whatever the phrase is. The uh, <laughs> that's I, it. If you love what you're doing, or you're not getting paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I just I think this will be a good season, and uh, and I'm just I'm more fascinated than ever to see what it looks like because we had last year, which was just some like a, a false start across the board, and now we can kind of see with a little bit of regrouping and some better guidance what it could look like. And if it doesn't look good this time, then we'll have some big questions. But I I think this is like the circumstances are perfect for a reset in terms of our coaching and our GM. Like this is what we should be doing. I think our wide receiver room is going to kind of answer some of that question for us. How healthy are OBJ and Landry? What is, what do they look like in this offense that like, is basically never in shotgun or never ha- having three wideouts out there. Yeah. So yeah. how are we going to kind of balance, you know, is, is Hollywood Higgins going to get out there? Just like, is OBJ going to be able to just have a normal season where just bullshit doesn't happen all the time? Cause that's like, doesn't <laughs> so far likely, but maybe in order no. to, but also like, again, the situation that he walked into was a total dumpster fire. Yeah, no, I don't think any number one receiver would have come in as a trade last year and and thrived in that. There just wasn't a way to. Right, especially when you're like, what is the offense? And our coach is like, good question. <laughs> it seems. Yeah, it, not not exactly ideal. Oh, I think my Thai food is here. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap up, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Okay. Hold hey, on it's one second. People... Hello. Oh, yeah. oh, we're keeping this up. Oh, I'll be right down. Thank you. Um, they can right, find Gates. me heading down my stairs right now to pick up some tasty pad thai from Chicago's finest. Perfect. How? Where can uh, people find you, Peter? Uh, at Danger Moses, and go to BlueWirePods.com and listen to TE One with Greg Olson. It's super good. And uh, listen to Zoran oh, yeah. we built. So for real, real. Interview. Yeah. Yeah. You you know that already. Um, but you can come here for a, a little. At least uh, a little chuckle from time to time, maybe. Chuckles, chuckles out, baby. Go Browns. <laughs> Go Browns. Thanks for listening to the show today, guys. And remember, we are sponsored by Bet Online. The wait is finally over, football is back. 
You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action with Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonus today and start off wagering on wins, division championships, futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE, all one word, at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, promo code for betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. 